inspire. Fuck, dude. Like, I'm feeling it this week. I'm fucking feeling it this week. Like, I'm, I'm fucking inspired. I'm fucking inspired. Absolutely. Um, yeah, everything is just right here because, yeah, we are a, a month out-ish until launch. And it's, yeah, it's sort of, it's crunch time, but it's also that time where you just feel everything bubbling up and finally yeah. like coming together because I mean, the traits are basically there still working on rarities and this and that, and like little things like that going to work on the contract, the minting page and have everything dialed in and really tight before launch. But yeah, it's an exciting time, but you know what, before we go too much further, I want to do the, the little intro like we do to right. fire this up. Let's get it. Welcome back to Relentless, the show about what it takes to make it as an entrepreneur, especially in the wild west of NFTs. I'm Jeff Saris. I'm Jack Davidson, and we are so stoked today. If you like, obviously, you just heard us fucking just <laughs> go, going off already. What's up? I'm seeing a bunch of people in here today. Uh, we had a bunch of amazing new people in Discord crank, crank in this week, and I love it. Ninja Fox, I see you. What's up? Long time no see. Um, we got a bunch of people in here. Jay Tunes, what's up, my man? I see you. I see you in here. Um, but I want to start with uh, really quickly the um, this week with Mad Cat. I gotta shout. I gotta shout this fucking guy out. And here, I want to pause you for one second. But for anyone new, the way we normally do this is the first half we are chatting about what we're doing, what we're working on, and then the second half we go for community milk. So if you have any questions at all about entrepreneurship, NFTs. No matter what it is, just raise that hand whenever and we'll bring you up in the second half of the show. But yeah, so dive right into everything about Mad Cat. And, and to tell that, I just want to, uh, we want to always just encourage people that it's like, we don't even fucking care if you come up here and you ask what our favorite colors are. Like, get up here, speak. We're just big into just speaking your voice out there, getting your shit out there and just owning your shit. So like, um, no question is a bad question. We, we, we're kind of, Jeff and I are building bad fruit to be, we want it to be like the first, if you're brand new to NFTs or you're you're coming, you're you're a veteran, doesn't fucking matter. We want Bad Fruit to be your first stop here in the space because it's like you could trust us. There's good people behind it. Um, we're just really vetted just with our clientele, the people that we have, and like we just always want to be able to um support new people. And this, you know, this is gonna lead me right into fucking Mad Cat because uh, that that's exactly what happened this week. So um for, for all of you guys uh, that, that have been keeping up with us, uh, something that I'm very prominent on is like on and off. I've done it my entire life. Um, I, I, I train MMA. I train boxing. I train several different things and I go on and off with it. And a, an issue I have sometimes is just staying consistent and because um, I get comfortable. I, I like to do a million different things, but it's always a reoccurrence in my life. Every eight or nine months, I always try to get back into it. And Right now, I'm in the fucking swing of it again. Like, I've been, you know, training pretty good. I've, I've been getting back at him completely out of shape. But so I've been going to this gym uh, with with this two-time gloves champ, uh, Christian Vasquez. He became a great friend of ours, uh, big into NFTs. And I did a podcast with him, and he's been, like, just shilling me everywhere. And, like, it makes me feel like a fucking celebrity because, like, I, I go into this boxing gym and this old crazy looking fucking Marine comes up to me and was just like, Hey dude, I, if you just got a couple seconds, it was like, you know what? I got more than a couple seconds. I got all the time for you. So we immediately hit it off. He's so interested in NFTs and we, he was a great guy. We just really got to know each other. And he was really, really, he said, so he, he said, um, one of the best 
compliments I, I have ever gotten in my life. So I love getting compliments of things that I know about myself, but that when I get them from other people that are really studying everything about me, I'm like, you are seeing the, the, another layer. Like, I love that. You know, when you get really good compliments, like just about your character or just about whatever. So something Mad Cat said to me in the boxing gym came up to me. He's like, your energy is just like, it's real. It's fucking real. Like, and I'm like, it is. Like, I know it can, in, in this space, it's like sometimes like you can come across as like, disingenuine or, or whatever. Like you just, you could just totally be an asshole. You could just totally rub people the wrong way. And I don't have the, uh, softest of voices. If, <laughs> if you guys know anything about me and, um, but just to have someone come up to me and try my gangster and say like, dude, you are what you say you are. And I'm like, I love hearing that because I, I really try to be that. And I try to be transparent and like, I try to just be, what I am, how I am, and like I, I'm not trying to be anything different. So, um, Mad Cat and I get to talking, and he's like, you know, I just don't even know, like, where to start. A lot of, you know, blah blah blah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> like me too, still. Like I'm still <laughs> figuring all this shit out. Like it's so crazy. And um, of course, you know, I talk about Jeff because like Jeff fucking is my fucking lifesaver for everything here. And uh, I was like, hey, like. You know, he had MetaMask on his phone. I was, you know, I was trying to hook him up on the, like, I was like, you know, try to check it out on the computer a little bit easier or whatever. And um, I, 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 he was like, oh, you know, I'm not too savvy. I was like, let me link you with Jeff. We linked him with Jeff. Jeff got the guy set up. He fucking sweeped our floor. Like, he fucking <laughs> picked up. He's in the, he's in the Immortal Club right now. Immortal Gods. Utility. Yeah, Immortal he's gods, in the, go yes. like, I think that he is the quickest of anyone to enter the god yeah. level, which is three or more skull kids, which is yeah. amazing. It's awesome. And that what that basically grants you in um in the bad fruit uh lineage is you get like private alpha, like just like really just a really, really intimate room where amazing information is spread and like really, really trustworthy, amazing, smart, wrinkly brains in there. And uh it's just, hang on. Someone just shared that there is a Japanese version of, or maybe that's not Japanese. I don't know. But Bad Fruit. Someone's copying my profile. Weird. Hmm. Um, hmm. We'll have to track that right. down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> but um, so we were able to set Mad Cat up this week. And, like, he's been in Discord. He He's learning. The guy's here and, like, gotta love to fucking see it. Gotta love to fucking see it because it's just uh, someone at my gym now is a fucking skull kid because he saw the podcast and he wanted to be a part of this. He says, I don't really, I'm not sure where any of this is headed, but I like what you guys are putting down and I want to be there. And it's like, well, good. We fucking want you here too. And um, so that was just the highlight of my week. Mad Cat, thank you for being here. We want you here. We, we, we are so stoked to have you here. And, um, and that's really it just, what it is, too. Like you said, like, he doesn't know where it's going, but he wants to be a part of it. And that's really what we're building here. Like, mm -hmm. we, we have grand visions, and we're like, oh, we can do this and that. And like, but we don't have, we've talked about this before a million times, but we don't have the roadmap that you see on so many projects because this is different. Like, this is a brand. Very. This is a brand first, and then with projects, with art, with things where the all boats rise you know like as the the water rises for bad fruit everything under the umbrella 
is going to go with yes. it. And this, because we're building an actual business, like there is business model behind this. There's actual revenue sources. It's not, Hey, we're going to mint. We'll get X number of dollars. And then, Oh, we'll just coast on that forever. Hope for the best. Yeah. It, yeah. Know, hope like, for the we're best. Not, we're not, yeah, we're not doing that. And like, that goddamn it's fucking light. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, for I, everyone just listening, the light keeps <laughs> kicking off for Jack here. But I my my foot fucking touches it the second time. Anyway, um, <laughs> but so we're just very. I we don't want to. I don't know, dude. I hate that that people get just so um, they get fucked. They just get so fucked from from projects that just like. I don't need, I, I start, I sometimes think that these projects have good intentions and then they realize oh, yeah. that it's like, oh fuck, like this actually, this is going to cost me a million bucks. Like, oh mm -hmm. fuck, I didn't think it was that expensive to do this. And then don't strategically plan for their community. And like, that's what is so fucking sweet about Bad Fruit to all the, the new people that are listening in here is that like we, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it really quickly. Like, we don't give a fuck if you don't have a piece of our art. Like, we want you to come hang with us. We want you to be safe in our Discord. We want you, if you're a genuine, you know, good person, we want you to hang out because we got some good, genuine people in there and we want to make sure you guys, like, just have each other's backs a little bit because it is the fucking Wild West. Dude, that open sea fishing attack the other day, it's mm -hmm. like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like, you know what was nice? What felt really nice in that moment is like the internet felt like it was breaking. Twitter felt like it was breaking. Board apes were getting robbed, like crazy fucking shit. And then you know what felt good? Being able to come back to Bad Fruit Discord and be like, God, it's kind of crazy out there, right, guys? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? And everybody's like trying to support each other with the right information. It's like, mm -hmm. I heard this, and it's like, no, that's not right. Here's the thing. Twitter thread gets to, now I hear this. Now I'm in a space. And it was just communication, and you were able to really really get a clear fucking straight answer of what of what's good and what's not and like that is um it's the community milk it's everyone yeah, supporting one another what it is yeah so um but for all the i see a bunch of new people just came in um i guess what what i wanted to just touch on today was like if you were here at relentless what was it two weeks ago because we took last week off I, it was a super emotional relentless because like my my life is just changing so fucking rapidly and like you know i have i'm i'm you know i'm i'm a big dog i got a big bark i do a lot of big things and like some and i want big things to happen to me and then when they start to happen i i get that like plummeting fear just like everybody else and like i am only human you know and it's like i want i want people to know that that like i'm i I, you know, it, it feels good now. It's scary at first. You know, a lot of things are very intimidating when you're first, like, just trying to figure out what path and what, what alleyway to take in your life because, you know, you want to make the right fucking choice. But then, you know, now it's been two weeks and, like, uh, I feel great. And it's like, I, I don't, I don't know if I would have even be like, two weeks ago, I was so in my bag. I was so in my bag. Which is okay. You have to be there sometimes. Like, I'm not saying not to be in your bag. You got to be in there sometimes. And I was so in my bag that, like, you know, I, I told everyone. I was like, you know, I'm taking I'm taking a couple days. Like, I'm just chilling. Like, I'm not doing anything. I noticed, like, you know, Twitter following starts to fall off. Crazy stuff starts. Like, people aren't, like, they, they get, like, I don't know. But moral of the story is, is, like, everybody, everybody needs a sec. Everybody needs a sec sometimes. And, like... Um, 
Jeff took a sec. I took a sec this week. We took a second to breathe. And like when we touched back at this, like it was like our our legs were like running. Like we were re- we we just like fucking went, dude. And it almost it almost um it was productive that we 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 both had a shitty week. We both took time to like reflect and just be to ourselves. And I I don't know. I feel just like so much stronger and so much so much more um excited just about everything i don't know sometimes it's good to just take a sec to just breathe right like didn't it feel good well yeah because i mean we need time sad and it was shitty we had really crazy personal stuff going on in our lives it was painful but like coming back now looking back it's like i don't know it's inspiring a little bit like Mm -hmm. and you need time to think you know, but you need time just sort of to set. It's, I mean, it's sort of like that shower time. Like I tend to get a ton of ideas in the shower. Oh, Why? Okay. Because I'm like turned off. Like everything is unplugged. Like I can't be doing anything other than showering and my brain just starts working. And it's sort of that same idea with this, like a little bit of time away, a little bit of time to, to have these puzzle pieces that are just floating around in that, in the, in the cranium and the skull, just all of a sudden they start to fit together. Then we jump on zoom, what, a couple of days ago and Two and a half hours later, we have all of this stuff that we went through <laughs> and all of these things like just developing further and further along the, along the path of like we had this great idea, but now somehow it is 300% better. Just yeah. like we take a, a week away and things just compound. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And and that's what that was an awesome analogy that you gave before. I want to I want to fucking mark that because that was really uh that's some good shit. Like I, I love, I, I love that. But, um, I, I really felt that, man, it's just, sometimes it is so worth it. Like, so, you know, my, my brain and my, for those who don't know, I, I come from crazy work background, blah, blah, blah. Knock until your knuckles are white. I'm a broker, you know, all this shit. Like I, I work really hard. I'm always working 24 hours a day. Um, just even when I'm not working, I'm working, you know, like it's just my mind is always crunching. I'm always figuring shit out. And like, fuck, like so, sometimes you can't do it all the time. Like sometimes like you got to just let your mind. That was great with the puzzle pieces because like that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. It was like because I was forcing myself to not work and just deal with my whole shit and like forcing myself to like just take a sec. It made it feel like. That's exactly what it felt like because I hadn't been working really. I hadn't been writing anything. I hadn't been drawing. I hadn't been creating. We hadn't been, you know, doing whatever. And the fact that I hadn't been doing it made me like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I just got a sick idea. Like, and then like it, since I didn't get it out on paper right away, I was like, oh, but what if we did this with the idea? And then like, I don't know. I'm fucking hyped, dude. I'm so hyped. And these new generations that you got out, with the traits, like mm-hmm. they just look better and better. Our our upcoming project, Skull, the new Skull Kids generation, that's going to be coming out. Which um, that is a little bit of uh, not spoiler, but we never really officially spoiler? announced it. Have we not said that yet? No, I suck, dude. no, no, no. I it's not spoiler at all. It's like I think this is the perfect spot to say it, where the the project, so Skull Kid Immortals or Skull yep. Kids Immortal, is the the core project, the OG project, the one of ones, everything that's out there right now. And you grab an immortal, you can get into the immortal channel. You grab three or more, you get into immortal gods. And that is always going to be the OG. But now the new project, the generative, which is going to be 9,800 pieces. So 1 to 200 is immortals. And then 201 to 10,000 is 
um, now called Skull Kids Generations. And just as a little a little alpha here, it's it's not just that it's generative. There's there's a little more that goes into that term, calling it generations. But we'll we'll let that sit for just a little bit and explain that in time, because <laughs> that's part of the really really exciting part of what we're working on, just sort of long term. That there's more than just collecting this piece of art. Yeah, and that's um, God. We're we're trying to build just such a phenomenal experience for for our community. I know we say it all the time. It's so lame, but it's like, it's truly like what drives this engine. And that's why we don't commit to like a roadmap. And we have just a really big vision is because for example, Iggy and Oppie, there, there are two community managers and Zill ambition. He's, he's around as well, but they are constantly coming up with awesome shit. And it's like, why am I gonna, why should we write something set in stone when these two guys can probably come up with something even better than the two of us. And Uh it's like, you know, it's like I we not we just don't want to commit to something that's going to force us to underproduce. I guess is like that's kind of, that's the ultimate fear. I guess is not really, um, not under delivering because like we I always am confident I will deliver. I'm oh, always yeah. confident. I but what I'm con- what I'm what I don't want to do is like limit my. I don't want to put myself in a cage because mm-hmm. that's how it kind of feels sometimes when like you say you're gonna do something. And then you think, oh, I could have done this a little better, but fuck, I already fucking committed to it like that. And now I got to do it that like it was like the runes mm-hmm. when I had the burn mechanic, everything it was fucking expensive. And I wanted it to be that way because I wanted you to feel like when you got the augmented skull kid, like, fuck, finally, like that was so worth it. But um, I just I, I, I didn't think before I did. And um, and it put me in. It put me in a little glass box and like luckily Jeff came with a sledgehammer and was like, all right, dude, like, hang on, we're going to rewire this for you. So um, I, that's uh, that's I've been sharing that bit of advice like all week because I, I, I've been going out with people and they want to do NFT projects. And, you know, I got off the phone with Baloo and stuff before. And I the one bit of advice I'm telling people is like learn from. I did things like the hard way because it was all I had. Like I sound like the fucking parent that's like, oh, I used to walk to school in a hill when I was going <laughs> and fuck you to get on the bus, you know, whatever. And um, that's kind of like what I'm. It's like think before you do, so the wiring makes sense, so you can feed one one hand feeds the other, and like that's something that Bad Fruit. That's why this feels so amazing this week is because it feels the wires are finally all connecting like uh-huh. really really well and. God, when we turn on the power for that and you guys are able to get that current like of what we've been really working on, it's going to create waves, dude. Like it's going to create fucking waves. Like it's nobody's really doing what we're working on doing. And this is a fucking two man show, dude. Like, (laughs) I mean, our community really helps a lot. Oh, absolutely. It it is a complete brain meld effort of all fruit friends and us but like behind the scenes when it comes to the actual like sort of uh wheels hitting the pavement it it's just two the two of us that's it yeah yeah so we we're just really motivated we're really inspired and we're like really stoked because we're also like we're doing shit that like people are trying to do and they're not doing it and 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 because they're trying to do it too fast they're trying to they're trying to make something that's not real it's like how or do you build seeing, a- also seeing what people are doing and missing the magic cuz that's something yeah. this is something that, so 
Shack at Shackers. Mm-hmm. Magic, magical project. And he created this experience over the summer and like late summer and fall with all of this stuff that he did. And ever since I saw that and seeing you doing the runes and seeing all these different things, I just, my brain is just firing on all cylinders, just going nonstop because I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. How do we make yeah. our next amazing thing that's us, uniquely us, not just this person's uh, board apes dropped dogs, so I'm going to also drop dogs or something. You know what I mean? Something like yes. simple like that. It's yeah. it's missing where where that magic actually resides. And that's where that's the word is magic. Mm-hmm. That's the word is that like that. It's that Disney magic experience that like i always use disney i fucking i'm not a huge fan of disney because like they're gonna they're gonna build like the first terminator and like destroy the planet you know because they're like this multimedia evil corporation but i use them as like you know a lot of analogies because they do do a lot of things right so for example that magic that jeff is describing like what we're trying to create is like if you've ever been to a disney theme park this is really really fucking cool this is like some behind the scenes shit that they do when you walk in in the morning, it like pretty you can pretty much eat off the fucking floor there. Everything looks so fresh. There's never a beat that's missed. And like they say that like staff repaints shit like once twice a week to make sure that that like that little fucking street lamp or whatever like they take the time to hire somebody to make sure that that is always going to look good. So the experience is the illusion is wow, this place is fucking magic, dude. There's not even a paint chip anywhere. You can eat off the floor here. It really feels like I'm in this Disney universe and they're so good at submersing and delivering a really fantastic experience. The second you walk into Magic Kingdom, you're smelling the popcorn. You're smelling the the turkey legs. You're smelling, and it's this experience that it's like your eye, when you're a two-year-old kid and your eyes wide and, you know, I don't know that we probably got a lot of parents in here that have taken their kids to do it and you see your kid just be like, what the fuck? Like, just like their whole, like everything, like that's something we want to, we want to create that like sense of wonder, I guess. Like we want to make sure that it's like, people don't feel like they got robbed. People don't feel like they got rugged. People don't feel like they regret spending their Ethereum on anything. And it's like, we want to make sure that it's like, you just feel so valued all the time. And that's where the magic and bad fruit fucking is. Mm-hmm. Is that... Yeah, keep going. Sorry. No, that was it. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. Done. And we haven't said this exact thing, but I just wanted to say, I feel like what we're going for is future nostalgia. Bingo. That is it. That is 100% it. Yeah, we want people to look back on now and on the experience in Bad Fruit and everything and always, always have a place in their heart where it's... Because this, this is going to keep going. Like a Disney, like a Marvel, like whatever. This isn't stopping anytime soon. This is day one day one but we want people to look back and be like i was there day one day two exactly month three like i yeah. saw this happening in real time and experienced everything it's just it's just different this isn't because we don't want to drop something and be like okay like have fun guys there's, there is a there's a lot more a lot more going on here it's exciting dude and we we uh also we're just studying like what not to do as well mm-hmm. like it's just there's so much to to just take it from uh example here of what not to fucking do and um and simplify also, where it matters simplify where it matters like that's where i come from is like my everything i do is sort of from a minimalist business perspective like i have 
Spire is my company. It's me and one business partner, Dave. And we've done that for 12 years. We've helped people make real, develop real businesses with true revenue models that are sustainable and all these things, but not from excess. Like not, there's nothing wrong with having excess necessarily, but it's not our approach because I want everything to be efficient and tight Mm -hmm. and really clean and ready to go. So like you said, if we want to turn on a dime, we can, we we're not locked into something just because this is what we thought we should have done six yeah. months ago, two years ago. It's because no, right now we see, no, this is where we should be going. And we're able to do that. We're agile because of how we're structured. It's so good, isn't it, dude? Like, no, I can guarantee the 75 people that are in this space right now, you're listening right now. Like I can guarantee you, nobody is doing what Jeff and I are doing. And I can also guarantee that nobody gives a shit about you as much as Jeff and I do. And like, that's what is driving this engine. That is why we are going to just be it. And, um, fuck dude. Like I just, even just today we were on, I I had a meeting with some, with some of our, uh, our colleagues, I guess I should call them. And, uh, just seeing how, how contagious bad fruit is becoming like the seeds that are spreading that people are being like, Hey man, like, I love what you guys are putting down and how can sign me up? How? And it's like, I don't know. I'm really, I'm stoked, dude. Like I'm stoked on this. Like we're going to, we're going to fucking, I don't know. It's going to be sweet. Like I'm really happy. There's a bunch of people in the space tonight, like listening because, uh, you guys are going to see something really awesome in the next, uh, just years to come from bad fruit. And, uh, we're, we're feeling the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, this week, the first week, I truly felt the force of bad fruit. I was telling Jeff that bad fruit is a, uh, in a way, bad fruit is always an iteration of myself, right? And like bad fruit is just, um, just getting into. Tr- I'm just a troublemaker. I've just always been a bad fruit. I'm just always whatever you know in my life, and um, I see it in my art. Uh, before it was bad fruit, it used to be called anti heroics. And, um, that was like my first like attempt at like really taking art seriously and like branding. And this was, I don't know, five years ago, four years ago. And like, I little shit on Instagram, I would draw nothing crazy. And like, but it always still had that attitude. Right. And like, it was always like skulls, always like still the similar vibe. I I drew a piece of bad fruit and then eventually anti-heroics evolved into bad fruit. And um, the style, the handwriting, the, the branding, like it, 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 it was me, you know, in a way. And like over the years it fucking evolved. And like, I, I worked on it slowly and slowly and here and there. And it wasn't so much necessarily art anymore as it much as it was like kind of a lifestyle and like just me and, and just all this stuff. And then NFTs happened. And then it it changed from bad fruit to kind of like Skull Kids a little bit. And like that never felt right because Skull Kids felt like it was its own entity. Like bad fruit was like how I identify. And then now the progression of this brand is it's five years in the making right now. And like this week is the first time I looked back and like I look at the new art. I look at the stuff we're pumping out, the projects we're pumping out, the voice this project has taken to my old shit. And it's the same voice and it's the same thing. And it's just evolved into something so much bigger than me now. And it was like, 
this brand is manifesting its fucking self. And like outside of Jack Davidson, like now it's bigger than Jack Davidson. There's that Jeff is involved. Our community's involved. It's like bad fruit is so much bigger than me. And although it started, I planted the tree seed. I compared it to Jeff. Although listen to this, look at this asshole. He hasn't fucking seen a little shop of horrors. Boo! <laughs> Thumbs down for Jeff. Boo! But anyway, um, in little shop of horrors, uh, Seymour, the nerdy guy, if you're also not familiar with it, uh, a non-asshole in our fucking face, <laughs> go watch it. But he he finds this plant from outer space and like it likes blood and it starts really small and he figures out that it likes blood and he has this weird like relationship with it. And like he start he feeds it blood from his fingertips and like it starts to grow and then it starts to speak. And then it says like, yo, like I need more than just your blood. Like you got to start killing people for me. And he's like, Oh my God. Like, when did this happen? Like you're talking now? Like I, I was just, I was just bottle feeding you. And like, that's exactly what's happening with bad fruit. Although at the end, you know what? Fuck you. I'm giving spoilers to that movie because everybody has, should have seen it by now. Doesn't have a good ending. Well, the Broadway version doesn't have a good ending. The movie has a good ending because they thought it was more relatable to audiences. But at the end of the movie, the plant is bad and he, he fucking is manipulative and shit. And it's this whole thing. But like, we're not going to let obviously that happen, but it's still just that like it's growing into this big and beautiful thing. That's now like, instead of me asking it for stuff, it's now like asking me for stuff. Like it, in a week, I don't know. It's just, it's so great. Like this is a, it's a real fucking thing, dude. They, like this brand is insane. Like I'm, I'm just, I am, I'm speechless. I'm, I'm <laughs> on my words. I always have shit to say. I'm speechless. Like that's how excited I am. Yeah, so, there's just so much, so much to be excited for. And we are like, we're privileged to be here with all of you, like to have each and every one of you who are in Discord, not even in Discord, it doesn't matter. But the community we've developed is it doesn't go unappreciated. I mean, we are so appreciative of everyone. And like I see Oppie right here at the top of my list. And like Oppie does Fruit Friends Friday. Or, so you mentioned Iguana. Iguana came up with the idea of Fruit Friends, the name. He just threw it out there one day. We're like, we Yo, love Iggy, it. Iggy is, should be hired to do <laughs> fucking campaign slogans. That guy says, like, every seven things he says, one of those is a very catchy thing. Uh -huh. And, like, it, it's very... What else did he say? Uh, the hashtag be immortal. I'm like, mm -hmm. why didn't I fucking... This guy is so good at, like, at little fucking yeah. things like that, And man. so many amazing people in the in the discord in the community and like oppie's doing fruit friends friday now and it's another space which if you're listening now we really really recommend tuning in at the same time on friday and it is an awesome space that oppie's hosting really fully community driven um and yeah it's been doing great like he's Phenomenal. done a great job yeah and just everyone we're just so grateful for everyone i i hate listing names because then i'm leaving out so many people but yeah it's just it do, it's not it doesn't escape us it doesn't uh go unnoticed we're very oh, yeah, very appreciative not. and also that space that oppie will be having this friday uh if you guys aren't familiar oppie is uh one of our three community managers um and what we're doing with oppie is on fridays like jeff said he's hosting that space and this week as you can see like the po app is um uh, the bad orange because we do different pieces of bad fruit every week um, that you can get during Relentless on Wednesdays. And then if you go to Oppie's space on Friday, 
you will get a slice of the bad orange. So it's like, we want you to want to collect our PO apps. We want you to want to collect everything because it's like one day when this snipes off, it's like, it's going to be, well, it already has sniped off, honestly. But like one day, if you guys are looking at your collections and you're going to be like, man, like, I'm glad I, 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 we want to give you guys stuff to collect. That's what mm -hmm. we want to do. We, we like, we like doing stuff like that. So be and sure to be honest space on Friday too. When it comes to these PO apps, I know we both come from the same place. We want these to be the best PO apps in the entire app. We don't want oh, yeah. any other PO app to even, even hold a candle to what we're doing here. So it's like, it's exciting because that's that little, uh, internal competition. Like it's, yeah. it's against sort of the world, but at the same time, it's like, no, 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 these are going to be nft like eth purchase level well, apps. absolutely yeah. absolutely and that that's something that jeff and i are very fond of is trying to create price points that are reasonable for everybody with high quality shit so mm -hmm. it's like you that so we really we're really trying to like with the poaps that's why it's like we're trying to give you guys like really really nice stuff for for free because like we value you that much we value you guys that much we don't want you to just get like some pixelated garbage fucking shit and just be like here you go have mm -hmm. fun and like it mean nothing we want it to mean something especially in discord when you line up all the fucking uh-huh all the fruit the bad fruit uh-huh it looks so good like i mean i i'm pissed i don't have any <laughs> you know you should claim them i i mean to I be completely know. honest i claim them because like I'm really? a collector first. I claim all of them. I love it. Like I'm and so bad. I'm so bad at like collecting NFTs and uh -huh. buying NFTs because I'm so balls deep into creating NFTs that oh. it's like it, it's it's I don't know. I want <laughs> to, but like I just I feel like an asshole kind of doing it. Like, you know, that mm -hmm. it's like I don't want to be greedy. Like I don't want to fucking but they do look fucking sweet, dude. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. So actually we should uh fire up. Milk. Gotta fire up that little cow, and this is uh, Community Milk. I need to get an actual theme song. We need to get people... Hey, if you're listening right now, and you produce music, you do anything, give us a Community Milk song. That would yeah. be amazing. I know there's so yeah. many talented people. Like, we could cycle through different ones. That'd be so much fun. No, oh, yeah. like, obviously... No pressure out there, but if there's someone and who wants to, whoever's it's so writing much fun. it, make sure you get really detailed about about squirting the milk out of udders. <laughs> like we really want, like we want it to feel disgusting. We want you to feel dirty when you listen to it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> this is the segment of the show where we like to bring as many of you up here as possible. If you have any questions, <laughs> if you're curious about entrepreneurship, if you're curious about um, curious about bad fruit and skull kids, Jack, me, anything, like Christian. Christian, I see you in here. Get up here and say hi. I see you right here? now. <laughs> nice. Request to speak. <laughs> but yeah, anyone, like as long as you're on your phone, you should be able to request to speak. And we'd love to talk to you, have you up here, even if it's even just to talk about your project or what you're working on. Because lots of, so many awesome people in this community, in this space right now. Oh, yeah. This is a great space. I, I'm seeing a lot of new people. I'm seeing a lot of old, a lot of our old friends. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I pinned a tweet up top, um, badfruit.com slash discord. If you're not already in there, not already a fruit friend, we would love to have you join us. What's up, Christian? What's up, Jack? What's up, homeboy? <laughs> guys, this is the, the two-time Golden Glove champ I've been telling you guys about. I've been working out at his gym. Um, been doing podcasts with him. Super passionate about NFTs. Uh, he saw me when I was going into his gym. He saw me wearing my board ape hoodie, and we immediately were like, 
He's like, no fucking way. It was just great. And he's an awesome guy trying to get really involved in the space and just like has so many ideas. Um, yeah, you, introduce bro. yourself. I'll shut up. Yeah, no, um, shit. Well, I'm a two-time Golden Glove champion. Been boxing since I was seven. I'm 42 my whole life. Um, but I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur by heart. So NFTs, when I discovered it, I'm like, oh, this is untapped potential here. I, I need to find a way. So uh, having, a, having a podcast I, uh, called Champ Life, uh, bringing people on to just expose people who are interesting, I turned it into another podcast called NFT Champs to bring awareness to awesome artists like Jack and, and his project and, you know, along with Jeff. And, and I just did one today with another guy. So, yeah, I mean, that's me. That's who I am. <laughs> who'd who'd not- you have on today? I had my boy Gans from the Goomba Project. Oh, you, oh, okay. So you had him on. I know you had talked to him a couple of days ago. He's he's got links with the guy who does like a lot of metaverse shit, and nice. like yeah, uh, it, it's pretty sweet. This stuff. What what what's the Twitter? What's the handle? You to tell everybody what it is. It's uh, well, what? Who the Goombas? The, the Goombas Project. Yeah, I don't know enough about it, but I, I briefly looked. Yes, it's the Goomba at the Goombas. T H E G O O M B A H S. Ah, the H. I wouldn't have guessed that at the end of Goombas. I would have thought it ended with an A, like from Mario. <laughs> yeah, I did that today. Um, I dropped another one, a short from us today as well. I'm just in it, man. I'm just, I can't wait to keep doing more. He's here. He's learning. He's, uh, that, that's what's awesome about Christian is that he runs a gym, phenomenal gym, and it's busy all the fucking time. The guy's always just a real entrepreneur, and like, he just sees. Un- unclaimed territory here in the NFT space. And I'm not going to spoil what he's been working on because uh, I'm like under, I'm, I'm under gangster NDA with him. So like, I'm not going to rat him out, but the guy's working on some really fucking great stuff. He's got great ideas. And like, I'm just glad you're here and I'm really excited to see what you're doing because something awesome about Christian is he shows up every day. He wants to learn every day. And he's always, he's, he's texting me just as much as you, Jeff, like just with, he was texting me during the space. I haven't even been able to see it yet. And um, he's got he's just so many amazing ideas for uncharted territory. And you guys should give him a follow. Like he's really got some interesting perspective, and he's he's a creative guy. Definitely a creative guy. So yeah, if you haven't here. if you haven't seen his podcast, the set, I am just in awe. It is beautiful. Like great work on all of that. It's just awesome. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Uh, you know that was a COVID project. My gym shut down for six months. I'm like, what am I going to do? I couldn't sit still. So I was like, you know what? I always wanted to do a, a podcast. So I bought all the cameras. It took me like two months to, to really do the research on what cameras I was going to get. And then I had my boys come in. They built me a, a wooden wall. You know, what do they call The slat wall. Uh, bought some curtains, got some lighting. And I said, I did it. I just made it happen. Nice. That's the way to do it. And you just get started. That's the whole thing. And the sickest thing is that it's like in the back of a boxing gym. Like it feels like just some fucking mafia shit, dude. Like it, I, I'm training in the gym during the day, and he's like, "Come back tonight. We'll talk. We'll talk in the back room." And I go back there, and it's all fucking studio. I'm like, "Yo, Christian's the fucking man." Like it's just cool shit. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. So uh, everyone, if you if you don't uh, worth it to just say hi, get to know him. Um, great guy. So yeah, uh, and I'm we're gonna, gonna we're gonna bring up uh, who else? We, I just we grabbed got... uh, Jolly Redhead. You are uh, up on stage right now, so whenever you're ready, just all right. I th- yeah, I can hear you guys. What's up? How's What's it going, up, there? dude? Sorry, oh, my phone's I can't, phone's we, I can't really hear you. 
Is that better? That is yeah. significantly better. Okay. Sorry. My phone actually Spotify started playing in the background for some uh, reason. I just got home from the gym, so that's why. No worries, buddy. What's going on, man? <laughs> nothing much. Nothing much, Jack. So I've actually been following you for a minute, Jack. Um, I first heard you when you premiered on the 137 podcast in their Twitter space. So I've been kind of loosely keeping up for a little bit. And I remember that, um, if I, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but you actually have ADHD, correct? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. severe. It's, it's pretty gnarly. I, the older I've gotten, the better I've gotten at listening to my body and my rhythms about it. But yes, it is a big ailment in my, it's all, it's my biggest superpower and it's my biggest curse at the same time. Oh, that's awesome. So I actually do struggle with ADHD. Um, I've been trying to, you know, it sounds like you've, you're not you sound like you figured out self-awareness which is super awesome i know that's helped me a lot with my adhd how have you noticed um adhd has either hindered or helped um your journey as an entrepreneur that is a phenomenal fucking question dude so uh i so i will say uh ways that it hinders me is that um Sometimes I get, I, the way I describe my brain is like a carousel that's moving like fucking 70 miles an hour. There's no <laughs> off button and it's all, um, they're all pretty decent ideas. Cause I'm a, I'm a pretty intelligent dude. It's not like just fucking farts floating around in there. Like it's like good shit yep. floating around in there. But my biggest thing is like, I never can really stop that carousel to like think about shit. And like Jeff sees it happen all the time. I will straight up, you'll hear it in our spaces. You'll hear it in our podcast. I'll be like, I forgot what I was talking about. Like just poof out of my head because the carousel's going too fast. Um, but something that I equate to my superpower is that like, um, I, it's also, but here's why it's a curse too, is because like, I don't rest. It's like really tough for me to relax. It's really tough, tough for me to sleep. And it's like that shit catches up after a while. Like really fucking, it, it's corrosive to like your well being. But on the other side of the spectrum, it's like, I really pump out amazing work at like high speeds. And like when I'm motivated and I'm interested in something, it really uh, makes sense for me. But so what I always compare myself to is, is like, the dog breed, the border collie. So like border collies are like hyper intelligent dogs. They're like really, really awesome dogs to have. But if you do not stimulate that dog for like three to four hours a day, it will trash your house. Like it, it has so much pent up shit. So if I don't put myself to something and when I was younger, I used to put it to like a lot of negative. I used to party a lot. I used to get in trouble a lot. I used to fixate on just, um, not, feeling that way about like not feeling like always that not paying attention to the carousel. But the older I got, I started funneling it into work and uh, it, it made me a little bit of a workaholic. So I'm able to pour that energy just into, um, just art and just, uh, uh, just work and things that I'm passionate about. So that's why it's this like never ending source of just fucking energizer bunny that like, I just always, I'm, uh, <laughs> I was on a phone call today and I was so stoned. I took the fattest bong rip before I got on the phone call. And I, I was like at this level before I got on relentless, I just took a rip. This is me stoned people. Like this is me. Like, I, I, it's just so hard to come down sometimes. Um, but when I am in the work spiral, when I am in, when I am so laser focused because everything else is chaotic, I know it sounds crazy, but you probably understand what I'm talking about if you have ADHD. 100%. But when I find that eye of the storm, 
I try to not leave it. Yep. Just because if I leave it, I start to see it in other places of my life. And and I I, I have a good balance. I've figured out like a good balance of how to how to survive with it. And another That's thing awesome. I'll recommend to you is they used to prescribe me, you know, I used to be on like Vyvanse, or like, which is essentially like an Adderall. And yeah, like, I was, I've been on and off of it my entire life. And there was, I came to a road where I was like, I feel like this shit's making it worse. I feel like it's making it worse because I don't want to take this and have dry mouth and fucking soft boners all day. I want to fucking have a great life. I want to be hungry. I want to eat things. I want to, I want to feel, I don't want to feel like I'm fucking shocked and frozen just to focus and then when i come off of it i feel like shit i'm dehydrated i haven't drinking water all day and then it almost makes me irritable because now the carousel's back at full speed and it's like i found it very counterproductive to be on medicine for it so that's why i, I really tried to go down a self-aware path just to understand um hey like now instead of just getting upset about and, and, and internalizing, not remembering what I was going to say. I own it and I say it out loud. I, Jeff, I forgot what I was saying. And luckily he'll be there to be like, ponies, we were talking about ponies. And I'll be like, <laughs> right, the ponies. So then, um, and I normally can come back right around to it, but I found a lot of advice that people gave me throughout my life for it was very counterproductive until I started saying, this actually, I probably can use this as my superpower. And okay. don't get me wrong, I have days where I spiral completely. And like, I just, I'm like paralyzed, like where I have so much shit to do and I can't do it. But then normally a phone call with Jeff or something with somebody gets me like pumped up and then like I get back into it. So it's a matter of finding the eye of the storm is, is I guess my, my advice to you. So I got some follow-up questions to that because you brought up a really a few cool points. Sure. One, so due to my job career right now, um, I'm not able to use marijuana. Have you found that mar the use of marijuana has helped you with managing your ADHD? Yes, significantly. So I, growing up, I was always a pothead. And uh, <laughs> when I got to probably like my mid-20s, I started getting like very paranoid smoking weed. And like, I, I disliked it, but it was so religious for me that I did it every day. I didn't care. I still would do it. And I glutton for punishment, I guess. But I, <laughs> I, I started like finding, trying to like look for what made me feel good and like dosing my stuff. So like a lot of the times, like I love edibles, like I'll take like 20, mil 20 milligrams of an edible and I'm perfect. Like I'm not too stoned. I'm not too anything. Like I'm, I, it makes me feel normal. It slows the carousel down in order for me to be like, oh, okay, like, this is good. Like I, I, I can think right now. Like I might be okay. a little tired, but like this is better than the opposite. And I actually grew my own weed this year. Oh and, wow! Um, yeah, here I'll show it um, for everybody here. Um, so <laughs> on the on the camera, but um, yeah. it was uh, I made well. My grandpa actually grew it, but we we made it. We we it's kind of like shitty, and like I like that it's shitty because it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't get me too stoned. It just perfectly kind of. It works for you. Yes, it shut. It slows the carousel down. Yeah. Like, because then there's the line where it's too much. Where I, like, over the summer, I ate accidentally, like, not accidentally. I just thought I could handle it, like, seventy-five milligrams of edibles, and I went down like a really bad place, and like it was just not good. But for the most part, small doses, if you can really, like, almost try to like 
Like, dose yourself like you would take a fucking pill in the morning. You know, it's like mm -hmm. take a nibble of an edible just to kind of come back. Yeah, it's very relaxing, right. but there's a, definitely a fine line because you don't want to be, you don't actually want to be stoned. Yeah. I don't know how to I describe it. Just want to no, it, it makes sense to me. So, I got two more questions. Uh, and so, my next question is during your, uh, you know, it sounds like you've got a little bit of age on me. I'm 21, so I'm pretty young as a kid. Um, what, have you ever been in a job? I mean, I, my situation is also special with that, but have you ever been in a job where, you know, y y your creativity was lacking? You didn't feel like you have a lot of control and you just didn't like your career. And so your career and your ADHD were fighting against each other, to, you know, to ultimately find happiness. And how did you kind of work through that? Wow. You're asking some really great questions. Who are you? Who, who is this person? I, I, I followed you already. I like this guy, Jolly Red. But um, um, jolly redhead. Well, I'm um, part of the V Friends community, so I'm, okay. I'm I'm very much aware. I'm trying. To I, I love it. I hear. There. I I hear how aware you are. It's it it, it makes me want to speak. Like I really want to dig into your brain. But so, um, give give me that question one more time. So, have you ever been in a job where you know maybe you're stuck because you can't financially get out of it? Yes. And, you know, you, you struggle with ADHD. How have you coped with, you know, dealing with a job you may not like, but you kind of like have to be there? How did you, well, I mean. Right. And, and you, you, you mentioned something about like not being able to be creatively free as well. Right. Yeah. So when yeah. I have to. Yeah. So, okay. So here was my thing is every job I've had is. I've never had a traditional job. Even as a kid, I, I went out, I, I was just so confident in myself to be a business owner, a salesperson that, you know where it started, unfortunately, like, I don't know if I'm admitting to a crime right now, but I used to sell weed all the fucking time. And like, as a kid and like, not do not do that. Anybody in here don't do it. But like, as, do it like legally. A, little, a little kid and it, it was, it taught me how to balance money and where to spend it and how to get more to make money. And it, it taught me just simple cash flow and, you know, whatever. And then when, once I hit like 18, 19, I was like, I think I can do this with like real people stuff, you know? So then I started, I got into uh, solar, I got into real estate and every career that I had, it was my own hours. I was able to do my own marketing, which I love marketing. So like I started, I, I started getting into cameras and, um, editing and editing software. And like, I was really creating something at the time when I was selling real estate, a little cutting edge, nobody was really doing it out in the Hamptons. And I never had to really struggle with that. There are times where I have had jobs in between where I've had to work for somebody just to pay the bills, like in between for a couple months. And I am the most miserable when I have to do that. I have to show up here. Shut the fuck up. No, I don't. I don't want to be here. I want to, I want to be out knocking on doors. I want to be out doing that. So I find that being an entrepreneur actually goes like super hand in hand with fucking ADHD. It really does. I've, it goes, I've heard that. I've heard that. It really does because like I, Gary V, I know it's like everybody rips on him when he says like anything's flippable, but like the guy's fucking right, man. Like if you work hard enough, anything's flippable. And like, I think people who have an ADHD mind, that are going after like an entrepreneurial thing or their own business, or they're trying to get into anything. It's perfect because like it's, it's in your world. You can, you can all the crazy ideas that you get, like filter through them because like a lot of them are probably good. And like, that's the superpower of ADHD. 
and like, okay. but only applying it to like your business is where you're going to really see the benefits of it. Like if you're working a nine to five, nothing against it at all. People need to survive. People need to no, do what they got to do. But like, if you're doing that and you're kind of miserable and you have ideas and like, you're feeling like it, it actually, you just struck a chord to me when you said, how do you like express yourself creatively in a place where you can't? And bro, I can't even think about a place like that because I, I refuse to even work in place. I know, I know I would be miserable, dude. Like I would be, I would be not the best version of myself if I did that. And whenever okay, I have okay. done it, it hasn't lasted more than probably three weeks before I quit or I, I just, <laughs> I, it's just not for me. I'd rather be starving than have to put a lid on my pot. I, I feel that a lot. So, um, one more question I have for you, cause it seems like you found Jeff and it seems like Jeff really helped you a lot, at least with, you know, guidance of a business. Now I'll be honest. I don't really have due to my position of where I'm at in my career. Um, a lot of people around me that are business minded, entrepreneur minded, and I can't really change that at the moment other than, you know, just connect with people on the discord and Twitter. How did you come to find Jeff and, you know, kind of like, where would you recommend someone to, to start looking? <laughs> okay. <laughs> to so I'll, find a potential partner like that. Yeah. I'll jump in here because partners are so, so difficult to, to find. And like, I have my other business or my main business aspire, like I mentioned before, and my business partner, Dave. It was, it just so happened to be um, coming from, here, I'm just going to mute your mic, a little, little feedback, so I just muted you for a second. But for me, it comes down to doing, doing and participating within a community that you want to be a part of, around the people you want to be a part of. Like I worked a day job for seven years, sat at a desk, was miserable. Everything went by in a snap. It was so fast. Like I have, I always say this, I feel seven years younger than I am because it was practically overnight. I, I went to sleep, woke up, and I was seven years older. I had nothing that sort of swung back around and um, really, really meant anything to me over all those years. It was just so weird. But then I ended up losing that job and just right away just hit the ground running with connecting with all the people I'd already been connected with, but saying, how can I help you? These are my skills. This is where it overlaps with what you could use. And these are my, like what I'm passionate about. Passion is sort of like way overdone, way over talked about. But the things that actually get me alive, what can I do in that realm to help someone else have a better life? Like people who listen before, like I always say, like improving someone else's life is always a good business decision. And I've found that through and through. So for me, I found Dave, my business partner, because I was connecting with people and I had been doing web design. I had been doing it since I was in high school and it wasn't like great. I was fine at it. I had done a few like personal clients on the side, but I connected with this larger platform and they had, um, they had jobs coming in. So suddenly they needed a developer. I started helping. Dave was the designer and we hit it off from day one. Like his, his attention to detail blew my mind and vice versa because I was delivering on what he designed and things just started to work in a way where there were people around us that we didn't know about at the time, but they were saying, you know, they're going to break off and do their own thing. And sure enough, about a year later, we did that. And I've been working with him for 12 years now, like day in, day out, like everything I do is connected to Spire, connected to Dave. Well, with Jack, I got into NFTs. I started finding things. I loved his art. 
I loved his energy. I loved everything he was doing. The first thing I did when I was really into it, I was in, in the Discord. I was like an active community member uh, to my degree of active. I'm not super active, but you know, it's just how I do it because it fits in my, um, in my mold. But I reached out and I was like, hey, I want you on my podcast. He was the second NFT person, creator, a project that I had on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure the first person I actually reached out to is just getting schedules and stuff lined up. But I knew right away, just based on who he was, what he was doing, doing the runes. Um, I mentioned Shackers before. I, I reached out to Shack the same day. Like they both overlapped in a way that I'm like, these are my people. These are the mm -hmm. people I want to connect with. I want to help. I want to do something to help take the great thing they already have and contribute, not as a business partner. I never was like, hey, can I do something and then you pay me? It was, how can I help? These are the things that I've been doing for the last decade plus and helping people do this. I want to make your life better. And really, we've just been connected ever since. I've been in the Discord. I've, it's been like Bad Fruit. I mean, it was Skull Kids before, but now it's called Bad Fruit. And it's been my home since July. I mean, I've been here every day. And it was really as the brand was moving, as um, things were changing from Skull Kids to Skullverse, this and that, I just sort of, because we'd always been staying in contact, and I just said, you know, from a brand perspective, I think rebranding as an artist name. And I had seen Bad Fruit before the name because it was sketched, uh, written on the bottom of some of the like hand-drawn sketches he'd done. I have two hand-drawn pieces on my wall because the very first big NFT purchase I ever made was called Genesis, and it's a skull kid, and it came with the the illustrations too, the the paper illustrations. But long story short it's to me it's about doing and connecting and being in the space you want to be in and connecting with the people who you you respect the people that you really think you can contribute to in a meaningful way and more than likely that will lead to something more like it's not not going in hoping it leads to something more because that's that's disingenuous but if you're going in and like i want to help there is a, a strong likelihood that there's going to be an overlap that's found at some point. And like I've, Dave and Jack aren't the only people that this has happened with. Like our partners at Spire, it's happened with all of them. It's exactly how we, we help them as much as we can. And then eventually maybe we find a way that we're like working together in a deeper, meaningful way. But I think the real big thing is to get out and connect with the community. Connect with the people that that are maybe doing the things that you respect. And like how can you help them? And like truly the bad fruit discord like you said you don't have a lot of entrepreneurs in your like corner right now it's hard we're there we're we're in that we're in discord we're helping one another we're like i've been in this space for a long time jack's been doing this stuff for a long time there's other people who are who who are also similarly in the same space but also who are are building and growing and the connections and opportunity there i think are are huge and definitely worth worth your time just to uh to tune in and be like, hey guys, I have this question, or I'm thinking about building this. Like, what do you think? Or if you were, if you were this person, do you think you would like if I did X? Or can I help you with this? Um, whatever it is. But I really think it's getting out and doing and doing stuff publicly in the world that really is how you find your people. It's so true. And the, uh, another thing that just so happened to be even just great on top of all that is. Jeff and I just mend very well where it's like not even that we're strong where someone isn't, but it's just a really good yin and yang that that 
that it's not even a yin and it's not even a yin or a yang. It's not even like that. It's not that opposites attract kind of thing. It's like, I just got, we just got lucky to really be like, oh, like we're on the same page. We want to do the same shit. We want to do the same thing. But then on top of that, there was more of a personal kind of thing where it was, his brain is so, works so differently than mine, but it complements mine so well. And it helps me. So I lucked out to have somebody that um, can really handle just such a, I, I always describe Jeff as like the, like I'm the pit bull and Jeff is the guy like holding it back on the leash, you know? <laughs> and like that, that it's just like, it's just a really good combination. And we would have never have even really have gotten to know each other. If, if it wasn't, yeah, he's right. If it wasn't for discord or, you know, skull kids or my projects or anything that it was, but just being able to truly build it, that, that's what it comes to is like relationships and like finding somebody that you can break bread with. Because here's something also that I know about myself when I run businesses is I don't play well with others because I have. Same. And that was yeah. the first thing we talked about. Like the very yeah. first thing, neither of us were and not playing games either. Like really, like we're not trying to hide anything. Like day one, I was like, I don't work well with partners. And like we if we have a really strong vision that collides, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be difficult. But right. like you mentioned, we're not opposites, but we we overlap. And that's something right. that I think is really worth noting because mm-hmm. it's the same with me and Dave. Like we, you and I, me and Dave, other people I work with, we speak the same language. That's like, what it is. You're an artist. Like I'm also a designer. Like No, you're an absolute artist, dude. Like I hate when people don't consider themselves artists for any medium that they're working in. Like, Jeff, I'm looking at your room right now. That shit's art. Look at, look, I still have a laundry pile, dude. Like, I I, I like, you, you I, I, I want, and also another thing, your graphic design, the shit that you do, I can't fucking do that. You are such an artist. You are such an artist. Well, and that's I just what I, what I wanted to touch on then is we have that overlap. And yeah. like, you and I, like, I, I have the eye for it and understand it. Like, I can't draw the things that you draw. And like you've like you've said like design wise like graphic design like brand asset sort of design like you don't you don't have that that's not in it for you does but, not compute yeah but we speak that language and that is yeah. so important and and with my business partner Dave same thing like I'm a developer who can design he's a designer who can develop so we spoke the same language and then we we respected each other so much more even because we saw like I cannot do this but you can. And I can also help, though. I can contribute. Mm-hmm. Like, we can contribute to each other. Like, I could, like, I designed that Fruit Friends banner the other day or yesterday or whatever so it was. Good. And, so like, good. we can contribute to one another where you might be like, oh, you know, I really wish it was like this. And, and I'll be like, yeah, that's right. Like, that's absolutely right because mm-hmm. we both see the same thing. And I think that's something that's important and maybe overlooked sometimes because you need people to fill those gaps. Like if you're not like I have an analytical brain, that's just that's how I work. So I can fill those gaps for people. But if I was pure analytics and not really able to speak to the design and art side, that becomes very difficult. Like yeah, because- dude, you're 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 like the quarterback and I'm the guy that just pushes the ball. You know, it's like I'm the <laughs> one that's just you're thinking about it and I'm driving the ball down the field. And it's but we both are driving the ball down the field. And like that's. It's a matter of finding somebody that you fucking trust too, because like yeah. this space, it's a wild west. Like you just yeah. fucking yeah. Yeah, can we talk tomorrow, please? <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> T- 
Text me. Uh, no, well, I, I appreciate you. Sorry, go ahead. What was that? I said, I want to talk to you and Jeff about what we talked about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll link. Uh, just shoot me a text about it. All right, cool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jolly Red, I, 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 um, it just stems from networking and just also don't trust. You got to trust people, but, but, and like, it's so hard to fucking find somebody to genuinely trust. Like the only reason I never took more people on with bad fruit is because I didn't trust anybody enough because I didn't speak crypto. I don't get that shit. I don't get it. I draw dicks for a living. Like I don't get it. And like now I get it, but I, 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 when Jeff and I, you know, we built the rapport over months and I saw how much he wanted to be here and I saw how much he wanted to help. And it took months for me to be like, yeah, like let's fucking, okay. Like, yeah, it's a, it wasn't right away. You know, it's like you, 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 so vet people. I gave Christian this advice this week. I said, make sure you're vetting the right people that you're, that you're linking with the right people and that you're, you're making the right choices. Cause like you make, you fuck up once here. And like, that's it. You can have your wallet swiped. You can have everything deleted and like, you can lose it all. So like, make sure, take your time, take your time when you're genuinely build relationships with people and you will find genuine people, hundred percent. And like Jeff said, the Bad Fruit Discord is a great place to start for there. Great place. I'm pretty sure like 80% of the people in there, like, I, I think there are a lot of new people. Like it's a lot of fresh people that maybe don't speak the language. And thank God we have guys like you and BK and fucking smart people in there to guide the masses. But like, it's a really great place to start is the bad fruit discord. So I want to, I want to encourage you also, if you can't smoke weed for your job with the ADHD, maybe try CBD, maybe a hundred percent try CBD. Um, I know I've taken it and it works sometimes. Like I just feel a little bit relaxed, but you might have to like juice up, like eat half the bottle or something, but well, I wish I could do CBD because trust me, if I could, I would. Um, <laughs> what is it illegal so, in your in your state? My I'm active duty military. Oh, isn't it funny? We get all the military guys. That's another thing. Hop in Discord. We are so military friendly. Like we like. I know. I was hearing about the story with the uh, Marine guy you met. I got to connect with him. I know man, he's in Matt, the guy, He's but, probably he's somewhere in here. Yeah, he's still here. Yeah. And, we have Zill Ambition. Uh, he's active duty. Uh, Big Bake. I think he's he's uh, he's not active duty anymore, but I he he definitely served. All my friends are in the military, so we're very pro military. You'll probably have a big. Uh... Yeah, I could definitely tell based on you know just the general like vibe and humor that you guys get. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah definitely. So uh, even one... CBD, they don't let you guys have CBD. Nope zero drug zero zero drug policy in the military. Weed is so not a drug. I'm such a, I don't know. For for example, like I would rather, I would rather my army be stoned than drunk. There is a large amount of people in the service. Not that I am representing the military or anything like that, but of course not. Yeah. um, There's a lot. I've met many people and it is, I think it'll eventually happen. Federal regulations have to hit first, but yeah. Um, oh, there are yeah. many people and that like, also stand by this. I'm very, I'm very anti-alcohol for like a lot of like, especially like that PTSD kind of like just that line of work that you guys are in. Like alcohol fuels that fire like insane. Weed like turns into a little candle. You know what I mean? Like it makes it a little bit nicer for everybody. So, um, but yes, we are very 
very, very military friendly. We just thank you for your service. That's another thing I forgot to say. Thank you so much for your service. Without people like you, I cannot draw dicks for a living. So thank you so much for everything that you do. And um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing you in Discord. I, I, I want to pick your brain a little bit more. Um, it's been really, really nice. You're asking great questions. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. No, it's actually funny because I, I, it's funny. I remember when you were on the 137, you mentioned that you draw, that you start off drawing dicks. That it, so I'm actually Navy out of all branches of the Navy. So internal in the Navy, we're a little bit known for that, drawing dicks on things. Yeah, <laughs> so, so one of my buddies, one of my buddies was a, uh, he was a Navy SEAL. And uh, when he was in Buds and they did like their like end of the Buds video or whatever, they did like this little montage of them just like, just, you know, being crazy and fucking shit up. And then, at the end of it, there was like 301 dicks that they all like hit. They hid throughout like the training course or whatever that they like all drew. And like, um, it's just good to have a general sense of humor about that. Like you get it. I know you get oh, it. Yeah. I know you get okay. it. <laughs> so, um, one thing I will say, I'm excited for this Poe app because I'm just a little <laughs> quick side note. I was up, I mean, other than just being up for my job, but I didn't read the times correctly. I was up at five in the morning with trying to list it at six in the morning, uh, I'm, on the West I'm over. Um, I'm near Seattle, so I'm in Washington State. All right, yeah, you're on the so, other side. West Coast, yeah. All right, but um, I'm looking forward to this pull up. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Um, I love what work you're doing. Hopefully, when I can get the dollars allocated, I know I've been watching your project for a while now. I definitely want to buy one of your projects as soon as I can. So I look forward. Hey, you, to you either if you don't have my art, if you don't have, if you do, if you don't, doesn't matter. Hop in Discord. Would love to get to know you. And um, 100%. and uh, what else is I going to say to you? Um, all right, give them the password. They they were towards the phone enough. <laughs> yeah. So I just brought Jake up, but first, yeah, the the password for the Po app this week is all one word. It is vitamin C. We have the bad orange. <laughs> So make it simple. I don't even know. I didn't even know the password. That's great. You're so creative. I yeah, I never this. tell you. But yeah. So if you open the Poap app, it just type in vitamin C into the secret word, and you'll be able to claim. If you don't know what any of this means, you can go to rips.co/poap. It's r y p s dot c o slash poap, and I have a little tutorial there that explains how to download the app and everything. But do you Usually? not tell me the password on purpose so I don't spoil it? So it's not. I don't done. even think about it. It's just we have so much going on. It's just in my file. I actually I was forgot thinking, what it was. I was like, hmm, maybe he does that because I would have already probably given it out before the space. And I'm like, all the hey, Jeff, Jeff is that all lowercase? Yeah, it's all lowercase. Just vitamin C, all one word, no spaces. And if if it runs out because they inevitably do, like it just happens that way, just shoot me a DM if you're in here right now and just shoot me a DM. All you have to say is vitamin C and I'll know and I'll send you a link. Um, but yeah, we have plenty for everyone. So we really appreciate all you guys being here. Jake, uh, what's dude. up, dude? Yo, what's going on, fellas? Same old. What about you, my friends? Same old shit. Just a different day, man. Uh, you know, I, I saw... Um, Freaking little shop of horrors when I was seven. I, I'm I'm over forty, so uh, I know I'm over forty. Yeah, but um, Audrey's voice is just burned into my brain. Like I, you know, I, I know Wait, she did Audrey other or Audrey too, because I I could I'm you're gonna shit your pants in a second depending on your answer. What which Audrey? The 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 um the assistant the chick that works okay, there. Okay, so or, not the plant, because Jeff, for you no. uncultured swine out there that don't know, <laughs> he names the plant Audrey too after Audrey. But 
Um, fun fact, I won a teeny award in 2012 for voicing the plant of Little Shop of Horrors in my senior production at my high school. And it was my first oh, voice. So I'm very good at the plant voice. <laughs> that's really dope, man. Uh, so it's cool that you brought that up. I was just wondering, man, um, when are we going to get a jackfruit? I'm just waiting every week. Uh, I'm like, when are we going to get a jackfruit? I guess next dude? week. I guess next week. <laughs> Let me see. What does a jackfruit even look like? I'm, I'm telling you, it's like spiky on the spiky on the outside, and then nice and fibrous on the inside. Super healthy for you guys. And that is a perfect. Oh, perfect oh, one too. I know what these look like. I see them at the grocery store, and I think, what asshole eats these? You're the <laughs> asshole that eats those. Okay, <laughs> dude, I don't eat meat, man. So I gotta, you know, find a oh, way to, to actually, sub it. I've had like jackfruit pulled pork tacos. They're they're, they're good. They're good. They they're are good, good, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you put them in tamales too? Um, all kinds of shit. So anyway, man, that was it. I was just curious when we're going right. to get we'll that. Do, we'll do Jack, Jack for next week. We'll do Jack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'll plug in, I'll plug, uh, fruit friends Friday. That shit was hard. I missed last Friday, but the Friday before that, man, we were vibing in there. So, uh, definitely want to get back in there. Uh, shout out to, uh, Oppie and Luis. Um, uh, we're chatting it up. So anyway, man, shit, good content. And, uh, we'll see you guys again. I'm Thank still going to stick dude. around. We're hearing from you, Jake. Yeah. We'll, we'll see yeah. you at desk in five minutes. Yeah. No doubt, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, yeah, this was a great episode. Thank you, everyone, for awesome tuning in. And yeah, this is, we just, that's such a great conversation just with, with all of you. We love having you guys come up here. And I think the, uh, the code already isn't working. So feel free, just DM me the word vitamin C and I will hook you up later. If not tonight, tomorrow morning, I'll send you a link, but I'll definitely have everyone covered. But and don't forget this Friday, uh, what time? Nine, right? Oppie's doing yeah, it. Yeah, nine, nine Eastern. Yeah, e so if you, Eastern. Yeah, if you Eastern. hop in Discord, um, in the announcements, you'll see it in your time zone just so there's no confusion, the right day of the week. But it's, yeah, Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And if, if, if you guys are there, like I said, like this week's POP is the Bad, or uh, bad Orange Friday. If you want to complete that set, you get the bad slice of orange or whatever, however we name that. But um, <laughs> hey, guys, thank you all for coming. Uh, we apologize for taking last week off, but like sometimes you just got to take a breather and like, we're fucking stoked for just, uh, you could hear it. You could just hear it. This entire space, like the energy is just, it's electric right now. So it's just super exciting. Stay for the journey, stay for the friendship, hop in discord and get to know one, uh, get to know each other, get absolutely get to know each other. You guys will go places just getting to know each other for sure. Genuinely. So, um, you want to write yeah. us out? Yeah, I mean, that'll do it for this week then. So yeah, thanks right. again, everyone. Really appreciate you. And we will see you next time.